This is In Cravings We Trust. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with PJ in Portland from Fat Beats. It's the end of a long shift. What are you two drinking? Let him go first. Uh, I'm drinking Go Fruit Reserve, the uh, double oak. Log Moulinate, my go-to scotch. And today is Tuesday. What happens on Tuesdays on the topic of whiskey? New Whiskey Tuesday. So we're actually approaching the end of the journey that we started at the beginning of this year. It started in Taiwan. And we ended up in the U.S. Uh, I had a couple little wild cards I did the last couple of weeks here. You know, we literally brought in a whiskey from all around the world, um, trying to let people try what different regions taste like, areas taste like, all that. Uh, next year is going to be real fun because we're going a whole different direction all over again. It's going to be random bottles every for three of the four slash five weeks of the month. And then the third week of every odd month, we're going to do a whiskey with a signature cocktail from the distillery that states it like. There's a magical old-fashioned recipe that Maker's Mark has specifically for their makers that we'll be doing on one of those weeks. Even weeks, we're going to be doing smoking of whiskey. It's always going to be Evan Williams. That We have a great baseline. It's a bourbon everybody knows. It's literally the quintessential. This is bourbon. This is everything bourbon should have. And we'll smoke over applewood, for example, cherry, a couple different items. So you see what that smoke effect does to the whiskey. So that's what we're looking forward to in the new year. Next year, we'll figure out what we're doing all over again. Come up with something stupid. <laughs> um, and of the whiskeys that you featured this year during Whiskey Tuesdays, are there any highlights in terms of bottles that you cherish? Uh, I really, really enjoyed the Mexican whiskey. Um, it was, was something unique. Was really um, it was red corn whiskey, so it tasted a lot more like what your old school bottles did. Like we had a good friend of ours, Rich, a uh, friend of his had father passed away and he donated the bottles to us and they were bottles that were literally unopened from 1963, 68, uh, 71 and 69. And there is a taste of that whiskey that we literally like we had old granddad from 1968. Yep. We compared to old granddad from today and the taste was completely different. And I, we actually had somebody from Jim Beam look at the bottle and they're like, no, that's, that's in great shape. It's just like I already knew it was like, there's no problem with that. It hasn't been opened up at all. It's just sitting there. It's just the fact that through all the years, what the distillery process has changed up on, how night and day it was from this to this. And part of the reason was that corn that they used to have now. The corn has changed over the years. Good old Monsanto. Uh, we've been able to change up what flavors you get out of it. And because of that, like that Mexican whiskey being that old style red corn from down there in Mexico, it tasted so different, so unique, so vibrant. And so that weird, no way I can put it, it's that smell you give you ever going to your grandfather's, like wherever he keeps all his books. I'm not going to say study, like it could literally be in the back of his, you know, closet. It was that old book type smell was right on there. It's yeah, delicious. It was, it was um, different texture that you got from it. Like the, the flavors were more potent. Um, uh, like you said, when you compared what was today versus back then, mm -hmm. it was a lot smoother, but you got so much more rich flavor. Um, there's so much going back and forth that way. He covered all of the bases going in. I'm just going to compliment and say the same. The, the Mexican whiskey was probably my favorite. Uh, if I had to say a number two, probably the Japanese whiskey. Uh, we, we started with that one. Oh, um, well, we did. Um, oh, my God. Oh. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, um, um, it's from a we did my uh, Yoki. Yoki. Thank you. We did Yoki, Yoki, which is my favorite Japanese. I was trying whiskey. to think, I was like, you know, no, it's Yoki. Yoki. My brain literally just had a moment on it. Yeah, um, it was like I actually enjoyed I I can't say I enjoyed it 
flavor-wise, I enjoyed being yeah. able to bring in the Spanish whiskey because every year they only release like anywhere between, I call it the 800, the 1200. This was the mm-hmm. 900 bottling. They only make X amount of bottles that they release in the U.S. And I was able to get my hands on one of the 900, brought it in, let people have something they'll never get to have again. It's like, here's a one-off. Enjoy. Because it was just from that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, we brought in again, Jewish whiskey this year. Nobody yeah, was expecting was, Israeli was whiskey, good. but here it was. And I'm like, we're like, it was weird how many people did not know all the areas that make whiskey. It's like, literally, it's universal. There's not a country that doesn't create it, doesn't make it. It's just, is it available up here or is it not? That's yeah. been the harder part. Really wish we could have gotten that. I would finish that. I would, I would have been Sheep shit whiskey is amazing. That's all I'm going to say. Keep but it's good. So, Fat Peaks, I've been coming for a while, and it seems like a unique place in Washington, D.C. What brought you two to Fat Peaks in the first place? Uh, for me, it was the fact that I didn't know this place even existed. I used to manage the CBS down from here. Um, when I left that, they were putting the smoker in, but I did not know this is what they were they were actually doing. Uh, I started working for Grubhub at the end of 2014 with my dog gloves back sadly, and being a manager at CBS for at that point 17 years was not paying that bill. Um, and I just kept getting orders for this place. And I'm like, this smells like real barbecue. My wife being from Alabama was very hardcore about there are no good barbecue restaurants in DC. She's like, they're all shit. I'm sorry. All fucking shit. They don't know what they're doing. They, they do not understand barbecue. The northerners just don't get it. And then I'm she's riding with me one day. It's like that smells like real barbecue. Let's go ahead and try it. She goes, yeah, I know that Peter, the cashier, who turned out to be the original fat the owner. He's like, I know he likes you. You never want to work there. You're allowed to. And I literally asked backwards from there, be their delivery driver to now general manager. And Never wanted the position. I'm here, though. But <laughs> I, I don't regret it. Don't get me wrong. It's just anybody who wants to tell you a GM job is all this sparkles. No, you're literally a glorified babysitter and janitor. Yeah. That's great. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> for me, it was it was more so I was walking through Cleveland Park one day. I just had a taste for barbecue. I mean, if you know, if you know the Cleveland Park area, it's known for a variety of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pretty much go one store to store and you can travel the world pretty much. It may not always be good, but you can get different culture styles of cooking. So just walking down the street and I smelled that beats and I came in and I met this guy here and come to find out that the history ran deeper than the well was. So no, I just kept coming back. We literally should have known each other for yeah, going on twenty some odd years. And we, <laughs> we we literally met through here. It's the oddity of oddities. Didn't you feel like you knew each other in a previous life and you could connect it in this life? So to speak. Like sort I, of. Yeah. I can honestly say, like, this man's my brother. Like, and I and don't mean I don't notice that. I just know I'm from that place. He's not any type of bullshit I am. I say this man is legitimately an uncle to my children. He's yeah. the best friend of my He's wife. He's my brother. Like, I count on this dude more than I can put into words. Like, we. We call ourselves the Power Rangers for a reason. There's six of us. It's yeah, an inside joke. It is. What? Because there's six of us. Idiots. I eat the Anyways, point is, they are the six of us individuals. It makes no sense why we all click the way we do, but we do. And it's, yeah. we're, we're all very different people in some ways, and you also very alike in other ways. And we have this weird connection. I met all of them but one through working here, honestly. 
is the, one of the, the key highlights of being in this place. Like I tell people all the time, the all the extra hard work, all this, all the bullshit that's over here is always balanced out, if not eclipsed by all the great things that happen in here. The people like yourself, like Matt, people I get to hang out with every Wait, day. You met her before? No, I met her through here. This yeah, is the first time I've ever sat down. Oh, shit. You guys picked me up at this bar. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, Today. Damn. She's, she, she just decided to interview us when we were sitting here. I'm like, oh, I've never met you. I'm completely overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the beauty of it is all the connection made. Like this place has got a weird vibe. Like I'll be the first to say it's unique to anywhere else in Cleveland Park. We are a weirdo bar and proud of it. At night during daytime, we're a family restaurant. Like you can walk in here anytime during the day, and depending on who shows up, little my buddy Miss Jeanette, who literally she'll walk in for a van, like PJ. There's no one else here. Can I watch Bluey? Of course. Can I have the sound on since no one else is here? Yes. Yes, you may. And then other people walk in and go, are you watching a kid's cartoon? Yeah, it's great. Let's all watch it together. It's fine. Like, you can get that in the morning time. Then at nighttime, you walk in, depending on what time it is. But like, is that Frank Reynolds coming out of a couch naked? Why, yes, it is. That's well, you're watching all week. Yes, we are. Always I think you're in good spots. Just let people come in and get, get a whiff of that. Like, that's the experience of that piece. Is, um, when you come in, not knowing that you're going to just get barbecue. You come into a restaurant, all you think you're going to get is barbecue. If you think about the standard restaurant Puerto Quo you, or the actual way a, bar, a restaurant should be, you're just getting an alma, come in, get some food, and then leave. But what you get is you get a unique experience where it's like you've met us once, but it feels like you've known us for longer. I can you know? attest to that. Yes. It, it, it's, it's every time we come in, we want to hear your story as well. We don't want to just talk about ourselves. We want to hear your story. We want to know what walks of life you've gone through. The tough ones, the bad ones, the good ones, the joyous ones, the cheerful ones. And then when when you feel like you need someone to talk to and you can't, you can always come back to us. Because the thing about it is, is we won't judge. We don't we don't need you. We've all got our own stories. We all got our own traumas. We got our own things. But when you walk into this place, all that's forgotten. Just enjoy the moment. Let it off your chest. And let's see if we can move to better passion. I get rightfully accused at times of being abrupt and a jackass, and I know I am. But the thing is, uh, it, it was, I don't do small talk. I never have, never will. I don't even do small talk in my life. It's just not who I am. Like, when I go into a restaurant, I'm the guy who, literally, when I sit down, by the time the waiters come over, or our waitress, whoever, server, I know exactly what I want. I tell them, I didn't like it. Let's move past what I need here. Let's talk about some other weird shit, random shit. So, in here, it's the yeah. same deal. Like, so you sit down at my bar, it may seem like I might be an asshole, which again, I am, don't get me wrong, but it's like, what can I get you? What would you like? All that. Once we get past the food order, then all the cool weird shit goes on. It's like just yeah. Well don't 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 say that I always laugh at people when they say that asshole, like being an asshole. It's not being an asshole. Like your your texture comes off as hard, like rude, but that's not what your heart is. Just because your demeanor is that way, not everybody has the best social skills. Not everybody, I definitely not everybody goes to work saying, oh, hello, my name is Sigmund Freud, F5 and Fall, and I am here to serve you. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Wayne, would you like another drink? No, that's not how we do it. Here. The thing about it is, is, is that when we come at you, we talk to you directly because we want to get the, as he said, small talk out the way. We want to push that to the side. We want to get your order, get your food in, get you fed because... 
what happens nine times out of ten when you sit at a table with a bunch of cool people? You eat. You converse. As soon as your stomach gets fed, you start conversing. You start talking about things. You start letting yourself loose. You unbuckle your belt. You sit back a little bit. You know, you chill. Because when you come in, the first thing you're going to get from us is love and care. We're going to come in and say, hey, how you guys doing today? Welcome to that Beats. Have you ever been here before? First timers? Okay, well, let's tell you what we got. Run down the list. After we run down the list, we'll say, hey, this is our recommendations. If you got this, here's a good pairing of sauce. Here's that and the third. The reason why we get that all out the way, again, because after we finish that, so where you guys from? Mm-hmm. What, what, what brought you guys in here? Even more than where you guys from, yeah. I'll be sitting there. Well, I'm going to use our good buddy Lance as the perfect example. Because he wasn't working here. He was one of my regular customers. We're sitting at the bar. We're talking something anime. Yeah. And like, yeah. Lance already got in his booth. And we're watching him. He's peeking at us. You can tell he would say something at first. And literally, it's the strobe light effect. Every time we look up, he's a bit close. He's a bit close. So finally goes, hey, I want to add in. And all of a sudden, by the end of the night, he's coming down to Nanny's with us after yeah. hours like he's known us forever. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it. Like, if we want, I'm happiest when everybody in this bar is just all talking about whatever the hell they want to talk about together. This really is a group effort in this building. And there's no, and there's no football. No. When you come in, no. yeah, we try to keep it. You know, if there's kids we around, try to keep we try it clean to watch the kids certain words. Yeah. Depending on the severity of the conversation. Yeah. However, if the conversation gets to a point where it's, you know, something dire, <laughs> we will keep that conversation going no matter what because they're, you know, as I said before, people come in and they have their own story. Mm-hmm. I believe every patron that goes into a bar is, I won't say hiding something, but they're Trying to escape something. They're trying yeah. to work through something. They're trying to get Whether, therapy about having to go see a fucking guy. Exactly. So, sorry. Exactly. So, when you want to work through something, come to us. Because like, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do it all the time. A perfect example of how we do it, just amongst ourselves as friends. He and I can argue and scream at the top of our lungs <laughs> towards each other. And how. And I'm talking about it's loud. And it's it's loud, there's curse words and everything. We had a friend okay. of ours who stayed here late enough to watch you. <laughs> he was literally worried. And the next morning he goes, are you and Corlando? Are you, are you guys like, still friends? Like, He's like, what do you mean? Like 30 minutes after we stopped, we were like, so, want a cigar? Yeah. <laughs> and my last words to him is I drop him like, hey, Corlando, huh? go fuck yourself. I love you. He goes, God damn it, I love you too. Yeah, and we all get all angry. That's how we are. Like, it, it's literally, you know. It, and then I came in the next day and everybody like, the same guy he's talking about, when he came in, he's like, are you guys good? He's like, hey, we were good to like the next second. Yeah, we're like, fine. If, if sometimes in life, you have to you have to give your heart. And I'll say that with an open book saying, screaming and yelling means you care. If you don't scream and yell about something that you care about, then that means you don't care at all. Mm-hmm. If you shut down, you're done. Like, that means you've given up. You're saying, I don't care anymore. But when you fight and scream and cry and get all that stuff off your chest, that, that's natural. And, and here, even if the doors are open, you know, sometimes it rarely happens, but even they do it from the nine to five day, like right after right after they get off work, a customer will come in here and they'll have their boo-boo session. And we'll just be like, oh, oh calm down. Walk around the bar. Come here, bring it in. Bring it in. We'll do it because we care. We care about the patrons who walk. We care about the people who come in and give us a second or a minute or even an hour of their day. Mm-hmm. We care about their kids. We care about everything that comes through the door. 
And that's what we love most about this place. Because when we come in, yeah, we're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, we come from every walk of life. But that's what we are. That's part of why people feel at home. They walk in. Oh, wait, I'm a weirdo too. I don't want to be inside this bar. I feel okay. I feel safe. I know I can talk about whatever. No one's going to sit there and judge me like, I ain't talking to that person. No, it's more like, okay, let's all do our weird things. So I know that as a regular, I've noticed that this is a very like high energy place full of love and empathy and shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Are, is there any like one particular story in 30 seconds or less that you would like to share? They're not 30 second stories. There are too many terrible things. Go. Like one. I can't do two. it. I can't do it. You have to tell it. I, <laughs> I can't do it. All of our stories, like, we have, there is Lord Matt Pete's. There are certain customers who have legends about them. Like the yes. Casio keyboard legend. Yes. Like, you knew that was coming. There's stories. Um, I did dress up as him for Halloween, by the way. Yes. Everyone. We have customers who just, again, when you are weird, you attract weirdos. And mm-hmm. Casio might be the weirdest guy I've ever met. And well, depending on... <laughs> In your mood, you either are like, I can't deal with this guy, or you just embrace what goes on because the story, you're like, you know this ain't true, but maybe it is, and if it is. Well, let, let, I, so, the, so the, do it in 30 seconds to, to sum up some of the great adventures we've had here. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows our kitchen closes at 9 on Sunday through Thursday and Friday at 10. Friday and Saturday at 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, after hours, this place pretty much turns into like a speakeasy because we don't kick people. Like I said, sometimes people need this. They need this more than we need. Mm-hmm. So we give them the space to cry and say what's on their mind. However, if they're not crying and mad, we'll come up here and just play Uno for hours. Yes, mm. I have been a part And of we have a Burger King crowd who, for some reason, people don't believe it's my trophy. It's mine. No, okay. it's Ninja Days. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's Ninja no, Days. No, 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 no. It means you reek a victory. Okay, you reek re- a victory. You, you reek a victory, and that's sometimes you need that. You need just a group of friends you can go to, where it's not your place, it's not your friend's place, somewhere mm-hmm. you can go with a deck of cards, and that's what we do. And it's not gambling, it's nothing. It's just friends sitting around and sharing a Burger King paper crown, saying, "I want." Playing on each other. And we play Uno for the voting rights. And exactly. yeah. that's it. Let's and that's it. And, and changing the rules on the fly. Then PJ, is this the rule? I'm like. No, it's not, but apparently you all agreed to it two rounds ago. You know so I mean? guess it's the rule now for it's you It's the idiots. rule. I can't believe you did that. I okay. can't believe this is what's going on. This is shit. on top of that, you're like, you add on that. Where we have, you know, the DC gaming group coming in on, you know, at least twice a month coming in and sharing. Well, it's once them. a month, but lately it's been more like twice a month. Because well, you, you have, have the, 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 the DC gaming group uh, party that comes in and it's where we have video games upstairs and we have actual like D&D card game based games on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And even those people, when they come in and we're all part of it, secret, yeah. when they come in, they're here sometimes till 11, 12, one oh. o'clock in the morning because they're still playing their game. And we don't want to interfere with that. No. We want them to have their fun. Liquor license, I can still serve till that time. I literally will, I do last call at liquor license time. Go, all right, guys, now you got to go. But we have people all the way up to the bitter end because why kick them out? They're having a good time. They're enjoying it. I'm free labor. It's not like I'm costing them anything. I'm doing paperwork. That's the one thing everybody has realized in here. They're here late now. He doesn't really hang out. I'm like, I have all this work to do. So I'm here anyways. 
So I don't really care that you're here hanging out a good time. It makes it where at least I'm not in here alone and I've got shit to work on. And it's good for the business because you guys are still drinking. Yay. And I'm working on what I got to work on. On the topic of interesting characters that come into this bar, if you two could have any cartoon character walk into this bar, who would it be and what would you serve them with that piece? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, To fit with this mold, and to keep it short and sweet, I actually would be Bugs Bunny. Why? Um, because the one thing I like about Bugs Bunny, and um, it's just the way his demeanor shifts. Mm-hmm. He's always a person, he's like the the alpha male who can do weird things. It's like he can manipulate anybody if he wants to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he's doing it in a soft, tonish manner, but in other ways he's trying to escape from either being killed or you know being hunted or whatever. But if I had to think of a drink for him, um, I would think he would probably take like a martini shake and that's third. Like almost like James Bondish. Like he would take whatever, like he probably make one a custom drink, but I would start there because he would probably come in all sophisticated first. Like, yeah, what's up, that? I just want a martini shake it, that's third. You know what I mean? And it'll just be kind of cool. But then halfway through, he'll let out half of those characteristics that he's been hiding underneath, like the, all the things he's been doing in this Looney Tune kind of way. So I would actually, I mean, not just Bugs Bunny, but any Looney Tune character. Okay. okay. Did you have Bojack Horse. I freaking knew it. I already knew that. Why Bojack? Because I would have so much fun being an asshole with them. Like the two of us would just be going back and forth. It would be a fun time. I know exactly what's going to drink. Either single malt scotch or fucking bourbon. Most likely single malt scotch. And I'd be sitting there just picking his brain as he's being a jackass and watching him go off on people and enjoying every second of it. Yeah, I'm not it. saying it's my favorite show or anything, but... Oh, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think you kind of... That's like the fine line. <laughs> and I guess to maybe flip that a little bit, what is your cartoon character personality in the movie? See, that's the problem. I'm the same guy whether I'm drinking or not. Anybody who's been around me can tell you that. Like, the only time you might get tipsy, so to speak, I'm still a jackass. I'm just now more of a jackass. Where I, I yell at people that, no, I'm going to finish listening to my music. You're not getting me in the goddamn house. I'm done listening to this song. So you listen to Freebird on repeat? No. Yeah. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. He actually was listening to You heard to it first, people. Put no. Listen, he's he was, he was listening to Jeez. it before we started. Just record on board. I have to be careful right now because one of my owners loves Leonard Skinner and he gets mad whenever yeah. I talk about them because I have a pure, utter hatred for Leonard Skinner. And I'll leave it at that. It's mm. oh, my birthday party this past year is the first time a lot of people got to see me tipsy. Um, and it, it, uh, I take it's taken care of by my friends. The problem is, we have a good buddy of ours, you know, Charlie, who made the comment perfectly because somebody was supposed to babysit me by orders of my wife, ah. she disappeared. And she told them we were left. Look, Becca said he's not allowed more than two shots. And he just looked up. Charlie's like, DJ doesn't drink shots. So exactly. We can form whatever he wants. Great answer. Great answer. And Great answer. <laughs> I had way more alcohol than I should. I did not drive. I was being driven home by her. Problem is, once I got to the car, I knew I was screwed. I will fall asleep in the car to begin with. But now I'm tipsy. Yeah. I'm passed out. And she's listening to damn Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial in every <laughs> Chance I got, I'm like, no, I'm listening to my music. And when my song stopped, what is this bullshit? Start up again. 
we get to my house, he's like, all right, let's go. No, my song's not over. I'm not leaving. Mm. But your song, I'm not leaving. I'm going to finish my song, and then I'll get inside. So it's like, I don't really change up. Um, this one. <laughs> I got you. I already know. I think I got the character, but it's just, I don't know if anybody's going to know this uh, character. Um, I'm a very animated soul on the inside. So whenever I get, when I get, Whenever I get drunk, I get very passionate and very, very animated. Um, so, Yo Go Go Dodo is probably the kid I turn into because <laughs> it is um, a character from Tiny Toon Adventures, and he he lives in this strange land where nothing is, you know, realistic. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, you live in paintings. He lives in, in, in all types of different art forms. He lives in all different kinds of mediums. So sometimes when I get drunk, I can go quiet. Sometimes I can go and get sleepy. Sometimes I can get loud and passionate. Sometimes I can. Sometimes it goes off a deep end and a rant that makes no sense, sense. when you try to tell it makes no sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Screw you. And then stop the way. Because like I said, in Yo-Yo Dodo's land, it, it, it makes sense. And You're just it, not even thinking about it. It's hilarious because like, Again, it goes back to our relationship. The first time somebody else had to deal with him where he's all that tear. How do you put up? I'm like, Cortland's fine. He didn't mean half of what came out of his mouth. Are you sure? Like, no, Cortland's in happy land right now, okay? Right. Cortland doesn't even know what he just told you. 12, Are you sure? 12 equals 6. 6 equals 12. Yeah. I'm like, just trust me in a few minutes. <laughs> no. You'll talk to him the next day. But the day. crazy part is, is that there is truth to sometimes, like, I would say sometimes. Most of the time, there is truth to what I say, but the, my brain operates so fast that I can It can't, comes out in gibberish. Yeah. Like, it, it comes out like there's... there's um, you skip 18 letters in the alphabet, so the to words, speak. So, like, I'll say like, T-E-T-A-H-E-A. They're like, what is the word you trying to say? We just lost 18 minutes of this episode. We saw what? it start, and we see <laughs> the Power Rangers going, yay, go Power Rangers, but... We don't know how they got to that ending. Oh, wait, See, it's kind of like how cinema is now. Oh, where, shit. Where, where it's like, hey, there's about to be a dramatic fight scene. Let's cut to this. Oh, man, what happened? It's like, what happened in the fight scene? We don't know. We just went to this section. So oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut in and save this rant for the YouTube video that we'll be posting later <laughs> on. So I think to wrap it up, I just have two more questions. Um, the first one is, when you're closing down the bar and cleaning up, is there a particular like song, artist, or album that you like to listen to when you're cleaning up? Me, no, and usually, believe it or not, I'll watch whatever I'm in the mood for down here on this TV as I'm cleaning up. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I'm actually in the back area over here, I'll put on something, either a YouTube video or you know, something on my phone, and just put the heck earpiece in. Um, it's very rarely music that I clean up to because my problem is when I clean up that song, it's just like anything that we heard, we both have a CBS background, anything that we heard constantly there at CBS, you can't hear it. Yeah. Any of the albums I listened to when I was driving in traffic when I worked for CBS, I can't listen to because it brings me back to that place. Yeah. I don't want music that I enjoy to bring me to the place of, oh, yeah, it's cleanup time. I'm doing the shit work and it's now associated with that. <laughs> Instead, I turn my brain on and just listen to a podcast. I listen to a show that I've seen a billion times like a podcast and just, okay, I'm listening to that, keep my brain off what I'm doing, finish up what I'm doing, get out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, the, I'm the exact, I'm the opposite of him. Mm -hmm. I uh, listen to like old school hip hop, uh, some R and B, some Earth Wind and Fire. Um, I listen to anything that just reminds me of home. 
because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, you know, raised in a military family, but mostly raised by my grandmother, uh, we cleaned every day. Yeah. Like, we cleaned up a lot. And when we cleaned up, there was like old school gospel music in the background. Sometimes a fire would come on. Uh, sometimes when my cousins would come over there, we'd listen to R&B or whatever. And so I throw on a old, I throw on a playlist that says R&B or hip hop or Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder, whatever. And I just get cleaning. I just, I just start cleaning up everything. <laughs> One thing we definitely do though is we walk out of here is listen to something from Cowboy Bebop once we close that damn door incredible. on the walk down to my car. Well, that's so, my, that's my chill down. Yeah, that's, that's chill down music. It's what literally it's our ritual every time. As we go do the final lockup for the night, as I go to check that door for the umpteen time and make sure that they actually saw me do it. Otherwise, I'll drive right the fuck back out here to check it again. It's always something with Cowboy Bebop playing as we're That's walking through the car. Because once I once I know the day, once I know the work is done, um, it's like before lo before lo-fi, lo-fi, how you say that? Lo-fi. Lo-fi came became a thing. Um Cowboy Bebop came in, came out in nineteen ninety-six. And that whole soundtrack is fire. So anytime you see me, like if you can walk into a room, you see me with my feet up and my like back is laid back, it's either I'm listening to Cowboy Bebop or I'm listening to some type of smooth jazz that has that swing. I'm just, I'm in my cool mode. Don't even say much. I'm just chill. But you can't make such wise out of it, especially this time. <laughs> I'll give you a chill. Yeah. Cute, I give you a smile. Yeah. <laughs> All right, final question of the night. Um, we've talked about fat Pete's. It seems like the love of the land and misfit toys. For all those misfit toys out there that haven't been here before, what would you like to say to them? Come by, have a good time. Trust me, talk to somebody you'll fit in with, or one of us will fit in with. We'll, this is just, we know we're doing our job, and I know it's going to sound weird and all that, but it's not about the money, it's not about any of that. When you come in here, you feel like you belong. You feel like you have a home. We embrace the fact that we own Misfit Toys very much. Like I, I know I've done my job with some of music. Man, I feel like I'm in your living room. Cool. That's what we kind of want. We just wanted you to feel like when you walked in here, you belong in whichever way, shape, or form that might be. And that's the cool part about the people who are here. That diverse crowd is it, everyone as different as everybody is. They all feel at home. And that's the cool part. And to just to keep it short and sweet, see you soon, cowboy. <laughs> you heard it first, everyone. Thank you both for joining me, and I better shut this drink so you guys can close up. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. I want to make sensual. To be funny, this is I like guess. one of the earliest nights ever. It is. <laughs> like, it's only like. If it wasn't for like, the fact that it's Christmas it. week and people are going out of town, we would be so screwed. Be still, there no would still way. be people here. Yeah, because like two of our late night chill. people. It's all right. There are three of our late night people who are literally, I know, out of town right now. Oh, yeah, Charlie, Max, and Ninja Dave. No, Ninja Dave's not out of town. Ninja Dave's out of town, Max. I'm talking Charlie, Max, uh, Liz, Dave, oh, Liz Dave would yeah. be here. Yeah, they would be here. Um, a couple others are our usual folks. Joe, Raj. Yep. Love you guys. Um, it's been two weeks. We got Pete, Cody, Jen. We got so many people. Kitty's crew. Just, just throw that whole bag in there. Yeah. You know. Um, there's so many regulars that come in that we just can't name. Miss Alexandra, yeah. you know, Danger, Ooh, Scott, Scott, Noel, Noel, the ghost, the ghost times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got so many regs that come in, and it's all love, especially on this block. You yeah. know, it's just the support we get. 
that's the that's the beautiful part about this whole thing. We try to support each other from now on this point. Like I said, Danny O'Brien's is that way down the road, and that's usually where you'll find us after hours. And mm-hmm. like I'm there more than any other part on this block, but here it's my spot. Outside of CPs, you know, like I don't even get look, uh, if I'm at CPs, I'm working once again. I said. I'm down there to go drink and relax. Uh, oh, you you said relaxing. Oh, uh, well, I didn't say working. I said relaxing. If you gonna relax, I mean, this place in Annie's are the only two places to go. Really. Sometimes I get the bartender a PBR. Oh my god! You want to find out what a PBR is? Come to Fat Pete's. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Amen. Love PBRs. <laughs>